I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The love that a mother gives to a daughter, no, you can't find it anywhere else. No one else will treat, will treat you like your, yeah. your mother. No one else will consider you as their own children you know as they consider their own children so it was quite hard and I went through a little bit of situations this is Nandini Aplori for Podium.me it's the beginning of a new school year and I'm getting to know my new classmates as I get to speaking to the new students on the first year of my course I come across a bright ambitious young woman named Lisa Within our first few interactions, it is clear to me that she is headstrong and has very high standards. I am surprised to learn that she is only 17. I get to speaking to her and learn that she is no average teenager. Lisa has had a turbulent upbringing, growing up in the Republic of Congo and then moving to live with a relative in France before coming to London and living in care for a number of years. I spoke to her about what life was like living away from her family, and feeling a unique sense of being lost compared to most teenagers I know. I grew up apart from my family. Um, my mom and dad divorced. Um, it's now about more than 15 years ago. And how old are you? I'm turning 18 next month. So when you were about three years old? Yeah, when I was three years old, when I was young. And ever since my mom and dad separated... I was living with my mom and my two siblings, my younger sister and my elder brother. When I was about ten, nine, going to ten, I left my mom and my mom and my older siblings, and I went to stay in in another country. I went to France. I was living in France. And wh- where were they living? They were in Africa, in Congo. So. Okay. I stayed in, when I go to France when I was 10, I spent most of my childhood there with my auntie. And it was quite different because the love that a mother gives to a daughter, no, you can't find it anywhere else. No one else will treat treat you like your, your mother. No one else will consider you as their own children, you know, as they consider their own children. So it was quite hard and I went through... A little bit of situations and it happens that I just had enough when I got to certain age I felt like this was the wrong place for me so I'm in 2010 going to 11 I went to visit my mom for the first time since I left them it was quite emotional we had we cried i was always speaking to her on the phone but i really never got a chance to visit her for that long time Mm. so when i went to see her it was it was a moment of joy for me and for my my other siblings as well i left my sister when she was little and when i went back i went to see her she was all grown up and my brother as well yeah it was it felt different because i'm not used to 
the lifestyle that they living and um, to the environment that they living although I was born into that environment but when I left at that age when I was young I got um I got used to a different environment so it felt like it felt home when I went back but it didn't feel really you weren't comfortable, comfortable. yeah mm. I felt sad because every, when I was living, when I was here, I could see all my friends, they had their parents um, with them. When they come back from school, when they go back home after school, at least they've got something that they're looking forward to see, like their family and whatever. But to me, for me, it was a different situation. I'll go back home to a problem, to a situation that I didn't want to face, living with a family. My auntie was not what I thought she would be to me. I saw a different side of her, which I did not like. So I was scared going back home after school. And I wasn't expecting anything. I wasn't expecting certain things to happen. Like, I'll go home and, and I'll just see the unexpected and things that you don't want to see, things that you don't want to experience. So I had a lot of experience that made me to be who I am today. And when I had my first period, when I saw my first period, it was quite, it was sad because I wanted my mom to experience everything, like how I'm growing up, how I'm turning into a young lady. My mom missed all of that. And now, I used to ask my friends, how does it feel to be with your real family? I don't know how it feels anymore, because that feeling, that knowledge that I had, it's long gone, because I've been experiencing different type of things that just traumatized my whole life. So I don't know, I ask them, how does it feel that when after school, like you're going home, you're like, oh, I'm going home, I'm going to see, you're going to see your real family, your real parents, your sister, whatever, your siblings. How does it feel? Because when I left my auntie home, I went to care. So it was the whole different experience for me. I didn't know who I was living with. I didn't know my foster parents, who they were. I like It's kind of like living with people that you never expected, I mean, you never expected to see in life, to live with in life. It was all like, everything was strange. It was like, like, it was like a dream, like I was dreaming. And when I went to live with my foster parents, it was, it was still the same as I was living with my auntie. Because I would go back home, like, there wasn't nice chemistry in the house. You know that those are not your real family, so it's kind of like the way they treat you, it's kind of like put you off a bit. And when I was in care, I moved different houses from different people, from the background, different background. So I went to live with this Ghanaian lady, she's an African lady, so African people kind of have certain things, um, um, certain things um, similar, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like the culture, the food is quite similar. So I, it was my first time to live with a Ghanaian lady. And when I lived with her for a while, and then I moved to a Jamaican lady. So it was kind of like, which I struggled as well. Because I know how African people talk. I know how what they expect from people. But I don't know how, what Jamaican people expect from people and how they interact with each other. Um, so it was quite like, it was 
it was it was confusing when yeah. i stayed with this um lady who was from ghana um it was fine we could share a bit i could share a bit of my african with her and then she could as well so it was totally fine we knew she knew what what she was she knows what she knew what she was expecting from me and i knew what i was expecting from her as an african parent and as an african young lady whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah. so when i moved to a discrepant lady it was the whole total different story <laughs> How so? the way they talk so i could be they could say something it will come across as in a rude way to me, mm-hmm. and I could be saying something. It will come across a rude way to them, because you not know, our Caribbean people talk. They 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 quite fiesty, like mm. they have a bit of attitude and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, me and my foster mom we used to get on each other quite yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> quite a few times, like on our way communicate we weren't communicating that way because she could be saying something i could be saying a whole different thing like mm. yeah you're not on the same page basically. yeah we weren't on the same page it was it was it was sorry i'm about to get emotional but yeah it was not a good experience mm. yeah and until now up to now i still struggle being away from my family yeah, yeah. so when's the ne- next time you're gonna be seeing them I don't know, I don't know when, but I know I will see them again because the situation right now, they're not able to afford to travel to come here, and I'm not able right now to afford to go see them. So, God knows when I'm gonna see them, but hopefully I will see them. But do you still keep in contact by calling them and such? I do keep in contact calling them like once a week or maybe once in two weeks or something mm. yeah i'm still in contact with them thanks to social media my siblings are in social media so we kind of like text each other mm. inbox each other on facebook whatsapp etc etc yeah but it's not the same as being with them if that makes sense yeah definitely when you say like you kind of you don't you don't really know what it's like to to have the family around you and stuff is it like a feeling of being lost? Because also there's a cultural difference, isn't there? Because mm-hmm. yes, you would have been used to the way the French society was, but at the same time, your roots, like the first ten years of your life, are pretty significant. You can't, you know, take that away. And you, like I, for example, the first ten years of my life, I'm mainly spent in America and India. Mm-hmm. And what I learned in India for three years has stuck with me even now. And I'm twenty now, you know. Uh, so. Um, do you feel lost because you don't have your family or you know there's this whole cultural thing where right now in the year in the UK you were kind of grew up both in Congo and in France what is it mainly I feel I would use the word lost because that makes more sense um I just I wasn't I'm not just lost in being away from my parents but I'm lost in my education as well because mm-hmm. back home when I was studying I was in the middle of when I was with my mom. I was in the middle of you know primary school, so I stopped my primary school to come abroad. So when I got here abroad, when I went to France, it was all they put me in the higher class. In it, like I was in primary school, moved from primary school to secondary school, 
doing GCSE, basically in year 10, I would say, from mm. primary school to year 10. So I skipped a lot of learning. So it's kind of like messed up my my mind. Now I'm like, I, I, I can't do maths. I'm not able to do maths because I just, I skipped a lot from primary school to secondary school. Mm. And in the preparation of doing GCSEs, it didn't make no sense to me. And English, as English is not my first language, too, I had to learn English as well. Mm-hmm. As well as French, or in Congolese speak French? Um, Congolese speak French, as French, French as well, yeah. 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 I'll, give, I'll give an example. <laughs> One time I was in maths, in, not in science, they were talking about atomic, whatever, I don't know if you know atoms. Uh, there are things it's made by atoms or whatever. It didn't make no sense to me. I was like, "What is atoms? What what? All these physics out there, frequencies and all this kind of the wavelength, whatever. It didn't really make no sense to me because I didn't start from the base. You know, I moved up from a low level to a higher level. I can explain describe this like I skipped um stages yeah. and it's gonna like messed up my mind and I started to tr- struggle in my education and I felt really frustrated because I was like I can't do I can't I can't do all these things I can't and uh, that made me become reluctant into my education because mm-hmm. I'm like okay I'm I can't do this so what's the point of me putting in effort because I, I literally my teacher can explain it to me ten times. I would not get it because mm. I don't know the foundation. Yeah, yeah. So it was. I felt I'm lost in my education. Up to now, I'm still trying to find my way, and as well being away from my family, it's just a lot to take in. I would love to be with my family. I would love one day after college, I go home to my family. Mm. But yeah. right now, it's gonna lie. I don't know how to describe my life right now. It's not making sense right now to me, to myself. That's how I see it. It's not making sense at all. It is clear that Lisa has lived quite a difficult life compared to mine. In the midst of all her struggles and shortcomings due to her prior circumstances, her determination to do what she feels passionate about has indulged. Having shared her story, her identity, and her day-to-day challenges, she has some advice for young people feel lost the thing is most people they have lost their way and based on life circumstances but that doesn't mean that you don't have a future or you can't have hope like it doesn't matter what background you've come from doesn't matter if you've been to different places with different people whatever experience you get in life you still have to have some hope in the future and just because it can it was a certain time in my life when i was all going through all these confusions i felt like i was worth of nothing i felt like i skipped a lot from school and i don't think i'm gonna make it to university now i'm struggling with maths i'm struggling with Science don't even talk about it. I don't really know most of the stuff in science, biology, chemistry, physics, all together. And it's kind of like, it feels like, excuse my language, I fucked up my education. Like, I don't have a second chance to 
go back from the beginning and gain more knowledge in education. Mm. But that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that it should that it's not gonna stop me yeah. from having a career. I wanna be a journalist and I'm gonna work towards that regardless of what experience I've had, regardless of what little knowledge that I've got. I can I feel like I can still make it I can still develop skills inside of me that will be suitable for the type of career that I'm persuading in the future and that'll be the same thing with anyone who has been in the same situation as me they shouldn't give up they should find something that they're really passionate about mm -hmm. and they should work towards that that's all matters at the end of the day <laughs> Talk about your story. Where do I start? Um, maybe what's the question? <laughs> have you not heard about this? No. Oh, okay, I'm going to. I just couldn't care less. Don't worry, I completely agree with you. Um, oh, that's actually that's a weird one. Who am I gonna say nah? <laughs> <laughs> that's really judgmental, isn't it? And basically, that pretty much sums it up. Join us, whoever you are. www. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Podium. Dot me.